Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're going to be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace well-being, mental health, culture, and performance. I'm going to be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page as well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. Emotioneering tech skills. On this podcast today, the topic that we're going to be talking about is emotioneering tech skills, right? For all the technophobes out there, and technophobia is a real thing, right? It's surprisingly common how many people are actually scared or worried or become nervous around advanced technology, right? It happens. I talk about emotioneering in a modern mindset. And with a modern mindset, for me, it's about understanding our emotions and understanding the emotions of others with our emotional intelligence. It's about having or building the confidence to express ourselves. And then it's being enabled to do that with or without technology. A lot of what I've talked about on the previous episodes have been about how we express ourselves face to face, how we express ourselves in a gathering tech skills now more than they ever have before a part of how we express ourselves we can't get away from it and it doesn't matter what we do about that they are here to stay here's what I want you to ask yourself when you're listening to this particular episode I want you to say to yourself seriously on a scale of one to ten where would you put your technical ability 10, extremely technical, really comfortable using a range of apps, a range of software, all sorts of different pieces of kit. One, absolutely terrified, have no idea what you're doing, can just about send a text or order a pizza, and that's about it, right? So it's highly unlikely that in this day and age anyway that you're going to be around the one figure, uh, but you may be a little bit lower than kind of six. And and my question to you is, What are we doing about it? Because the more we wait to improve our skill and to improve our technical skill, the more advanced technology is getting. So we're we're leaving ourselves behind, right? And not, not to kind of cause more anxiety here, just to pinpoint the fact that unless we do something about it, unless we do action, unless we implement, unless we give it a go, we're not going to be able to get more comfortable with it right? It's finding that courage to try, that courage and that vulnerability to speak up and to say to someone, hey, can you, can you help me with this, right? There, I used to work at a company where my previous boss, and we didn't know at the time, um, had sent a support ticket in about a new, uh, a new piece of software that we were using that had been created by the company. And the actual ticket that he sent and what it said was, I can't get in I can't get in that was it that was all the support ticket said now 
that came up at a conference and for the hilarity of it all of course uh, you know we chuckle about it now can't get in what can't get in your house can't get in your car can't get in software what can't you get in you know he was he was basically saying I can't get in but wasn't given any more information into what into a certain area into the app into the software but this is what happens in our day and age right we all saw or many of us saw I can't say we all saw it uh, but many of us saw the whole uh, viral video of the judge that was on zoom last year that was a cat <laughs> he was an avatar of a cat and he was saying I'm here I'm not a cat I'm not a cat <laughs> I can confirm I'm not a cat and he had to say that out loud you know but the, his whole face obviously looked like a cat these things happen and yes whilst they're funny to the person that is this is happening to it can be an absolute nightmare for them you know clicking the wrong thing liking the wrong things on Facebook sharing the wrong things I know that's happened in our family where someone has been um, quite angry that somebody else shared something publicly but they didn't realize that you know it was a pocket situation nobody did that on purpose but these things happen so how to stay ahead of it you know there are so many pieces of kit so many tools that we use now that we wouldn't be able to do half the things that we do anymore without them right they're starting to become an integral part of our lives if we think about mobiles uh social media laptops alexa zoom teams microphones apps cameras cables cables actually is my bugbear what goes where what cables how am I supposed to keep them where are they <laughs> why do they have knots in them why are they all stuck together uh, they absolutely freak me out um, switchboards excel docs word google docs audio files websites wix if the, you are a true technophobe and you're listening to me talk about these things you might be just sweating at the thought of it right gmail um, outlook 365 all of these things, and I'm talking about them from um, an Android perspective, by the way, if you're listening to this, I'm not your Apple queen, I'm afraid. I had an Apple phone once and um, yeah, I'm a bit of an ungator. I prefer things to be ungated. So anyway, look, you know, Steve, you did a good job. <laughs> Mr. Jobs, ah, Steve, you did a good job. Anyway, <laughs> that wasn't even on purpose I'm not this funny maybe it's Friday ah oh, okay but anyway my mum has Apple she has Apple everything and she knows that tech isn't her forte it's not she, she's great with like music technology but when it comes to using other apps and software and tools with her with her mac uh they can it, and her iphone it can cause confusion right so she rings me up and she's like oh i'm so frustrated i can't do this i can't do that i'm like mom i, I have no idea you know it's only as it our advice is only as good as the platform that we use right I, we only know what we know so I wasn't able to advise her a lot of the times when she would call me, I could listen, I could direct her to somewhere else, but I wasn't able to help. Let me tell you this, some of the top things that we actually fear more than anything aren't even the things that we communicate with. They're, they're drones, robots, and self-driving cars, would you believe, are the top things that people are actually really extremely scared of when it comes to advanced technology i know we're talking about tech skills here today i'll come back to it in a moment but 
when we look at that, you know, that's a whole world of different things that have now been brought into the world. Opportunities, you know, the fact that we could now go into space, right? Innovation. It's it, for some people it's exciting. For other people, it's absolutely terrifying. Absolutely terrifying, right? We fear anything that makes us not look great for a start because we don't want to seem like we're not like everybody else. So we don't want to single ourselves out. And many people will fear what they don't know, right? I'm not a cat. (laughs) Uh, Adam Rutherford, and there's an article in the Telegraph that you can check out. Adam Rutherford actually studied uh, a little bit more and did some research into technophobia. Uh, And he was a, a geneticist. And basically what he found was that if you, if something was out when you were born, it became the norm. If it came out between the age of about 15 and 35, then it was new, exciting, revolutionary. And if it was something that came out from 35 plus, often he found that people would see it as against the natural order of life. And therefore, this is where this, this kind of challenge comes in. When I talk about having a modern mindset and whether you're enabled to do it with or without is because then we have the new generation of youngsters that have been born with the tablets. They've been born with all of the gadgets, all of the tools, and they can use it, you know, from the age of like two, three, they, you know, they're able to use these things, which is fantastic uh, for, for their advancement, but for their communication in terms of the soft skills then they learn to communicate too much through the tech and therefore the face-to-face or the phone interactions become a lot more difficult, right? Um, so it, it kind of has this kind of two-sided. So either you, you know, you've been born with, with maybe too much technology or you're the other end of the scale where there was hardly any technology when you were um, born. So very interesting and different sides of the scale. To me, I believe it shouldn't really matter when we're born we should be able to communicate with each other. We should be able to understand our emotions and understand the emotions of others and also have the ability to have these tech skills, to be able to have the confidence to express ourselves when we need to, right? That is the modern mindset that we're aiming for. So why is it important that we improve our tech skills? Well, Bill Gates says this, information technology and business are becoming intrinsically interwoven. I don't think anybody can talk meaningfully without one or the other, right? That's what he says. Important fact. I mean, I've put it in. It's part of my whole framework. It's part of this podcast. It's part of the book because I see it. I see it every day. We do see it every day. So here's some of the things that we can do to improve, um, uh, you know, the, the kind of the tech skills. But before I go into that, let me just go a little bit more into the why it's important. Okay, so I'm going to share you some practical stuff, but only a little bit, you know, it's about enabling ourselves and how we're going to do that. But the why, right? So number one, it will help you to be more independent, embracing technology, improving your your tech skills and your abilities will help you to be more independent, especially for the older generation. There is a company based in South Wales and they are called Delta Wellbeing and Delta Wellbeing are very much about helping the older generation to be more independent in their homes prior to going into care or having to go into a nursing home, right? And they're doing that with what they call a care line where they've got alarms or pull cords, which will go straight through to a switchboard, a 24-hour switchboard. If there is anything wrong, they fall, they need some help, they need care, whatever it may be. 
or you know someone to come out and see them watches they're giving them watches with gps and with video calling function through them so that if they were to be out and they fall they will be able to press a button on their phone they would be able to video call someone on uh, sorry on their watch and they would also be able to um call an alarm to to call for assistance the other element to having a watch is if somebody has um you know onset dementia and they're in early stages of dementia then they're able to be to be found much quicker if they manage to to leave the property and go out and, and you know and walk around because there are risks to themselves yeah uh you know expression i said it once i'll say it again to communicate with others the importance is we want to be able to communicate if we didn't have these tech skills or we don't embrace them look at what happens in the last 18 months the, especially the last 12 months when it came to lockdown and we had people that we hadn't seen for a very long time we had babies being born and they hadn't even met their grandparents so there was that video connection that was absolutely needed and vital Number three, it's here to stay. It is important. As I was saying earlier, you know, if we delay and prolong the actual steps to improving and to upskilling ourselves, then it's going to be even further advanced. A technology is moving quickly. Let's get on the conveyor belt. Let's start now. Let's not wait, right? And number four, it will lower anxiety. The more you understand it, the challenge is though with people that use it very, very quickly, they don't always have the patience and the ability to help and communicate to somebody else how to use something, right? That is the challenge that we face. So how to improve it? Often we turn to someone and say, oh, how do you use this? <laughs> and, you know, like my mum or, or like people around us, oh, I haven't got time to show you that now, right? Finding the right course. So this is how. There are specific courses. There are courses in using Canva. There are courses in using Instagram, Facebook, uh, Clubhouse. There's a great one by um, Lindsay Trahan, and it's Clubhouse Like a Pro. She runs uh, a masterclass and a course now on how to use Clubhouse, which is a new uh, social media app or audio media app. Um, so there are many courses that you can find. You've got to identify for yourself how important it is for you in moving forward with your abilities, whether it's your career, whether it's your personal life, being able to feel confident and competent, it will help you. Google, right? Independence. Google knows many things. <laughs> Ask Google, it will show you YouTube videos on how to do things. So many people have thankfully and very helpfully created videos for us that we can search for them now and go and watch a two to three minute video and figure things out figuring it out my favorite quote from my dad you know he never gave me the solutions to things he would say to me you know melissa it's okay you'll figure it out you'll figure it out the engineer <laughs> he never told me the answer he wanted me to learn he wanted me to stay curious uh, curious and to go and figure it out so Google is a great resource, figuring things out. If you really can't get to that point, then just ensure that you're working with somebody that if you need some help or coaching in a certain area to do the tech skill, that you're working with someone that has enough patience to be able to help you or can break it down into an easier way of communicating it. Often the most techiest people aren't the best communicators. So there can be a bridge between 
the people that create it and do all the coding and that really know the ins and outs of how information technology and data and analytics works versus the person that is able to communicate in a really great way and having something in between having a training manager having an L&D manager having somebody being able to help you in between is great as long as there is a lot of patience what is the aim so what is the aim that we're looking for when it comes to emotioneering tech skills the aim is adoption you're not going to turn into the best coder overnight what I mean and some people will be listening to this like what on earth is a coder a person that creates websites creates apps uh, creates oh gosh it's, it's even more technical than I can explain on this podcast uh, but they they do a lot more things with technology than than we can so I'm not talking about that level that's not going to happen overnight. You can. You can go out and do a course. You can do university courses. You can do courses over a longer period of time. It depends on what your aim is. It depends on what your intention is when it comes to your tech skills. What do you need it for? Ask yourself, what do I need this for? But the aim is adoption. And the only way that you get adoption is if you can use something about 300 times in order for it to just become a natural thing that you do. So it becomes part of your day to day that it's just, that's what I do. I just go into that app now, right? Becomes part of the process. Thanks for listening to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, today. It's been great. Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or all three. You can also come to the website, modernmindgroup.com, where you can subscribe there, stay in contact, and let us know what you really think. Give us the feedback. This is going to get better by knowing what you think. Uh, has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. <laughs> Have a great day and ciao for now.